0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Fuck the Future, the podcast where me, Drew Toothpaste, and Ed Zitron talk about how shitty the future is um, with Ed Zitron, and uh, spelled exactly like it sounds, he's at Ed Zitron on Twitter. How are you doing, Ed?
1: Doing great. Um, We're here in the uh, Fuck the Future recording studio, got a team of about 14 engineers out behind the glass. Most of them have unionized... And are leaving, which isn't great. <laughs> so, whew, not gonna have any other episodes after this. So enjoy this one, if they yeah. hit record, which they may not have. So, whew, this is weird episode. Uh, so this is this is awkward. Dude, this is the
0: last. This is the last <laughs> one. We need some. Y- we need some union scabs. So, if you want to yeah. cross picket lines again, you know we we fully support the rights of workers. But like we've discussed, not before, if they we're work for hypocrites. us, though. Right, right. We're total hypocrites. So, uh yes. if you work for us,
1: no union. No, union, no union. So. I don't know how they work, and they scare me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ed. Uh, so uh, Ed was telling me he got uh, a bike. And, bike. Ed, I, I want to hear about the bike. It is a stationary bike, but it's like something else. And, and all I know is that you said it tricks you into working out.
1: Oh, yeah. So on the subject of being a huge fucking hypocrite, uh, here I am. So Peloton is a thing that I've literally made fun of, oh, like 50 times in my life. Like literally yeah. just straight up. And I was on a boat. Literally on a boat, I, my wife was wanted to go. She wanted to go white water rafting for a birthday a few weeks ago, and she said, uh, "You lead with Mac, who's the Mac Levine's his name, and he is the husband of a good mate." So I was stuck at the front of this boat for like six hours. Very pleasant man, like Mac a lot, and he cycles at the time, and he was talking to me about cycling. So I got indoctrinated by a cyclist. For about six yeah, hours. Yeah. And by the end of it, we were just fucking exhausted. He was like, you should do Peloton, man. Sounds like your kind of thing. You don't like going outside the house. It's really good exercise. And my thing is, I truly hate going outside. Like, I, I genuinely think I might actually be agoraphobic. That's the word, I think. Art, like, I genuinely think is, I am. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking yeah, weird considering yeah. I literally do PR. But I was and. I got a Peloton, and it's like this obscenely expensive, basically stationary bike with like a 19-inch screen with about 8,000 classes on it. And I was, I straight up, I got it, and I was like, oh shit! Just immediately was thinking, I'm never gonna do. I'm fucked. My wife's gonna make fun of me. Everyone's gonna make fun of me. I get on it. I do 20 minutes of like the hardest working out I've ever done, and I fucking love it i'm like yeah and it's all because of numbers it's like keep this number while getting this number and this number and i'm like just covered in sweat like i look like i jumped in a pool oh yeah and it's just exactly the kind of shit we've like actually made fun of on this podcast and also oh, no. it- yeah and it, i don't know it is
0: well it's it's funny like it it actually works like all the number stuff like actually works. Like I, I mean, I, I do. I'm not a champion weightlifter. I like to lift weights and like tracking your numbers and then being like, oh, you know, I did one more rep at at whatever weight. You know, I did. Oh, I moved my my max weight up by two and a half pounds or something like that. You know, that really does work, and I think it's it's probably. It's probably because, you know, we grew up playing video games and stuff like that. The weird thing
1: is, is I gave up on weightlifting. I I did that for years and I just was never consistent. I can't run. I hate running. Bores the shit out of me. I can't, like most exercises I've just got bored of. But this, because it's tapped into whatever broken part of my brain exists that loves numbers it's like oh you pedal this hard to this difficulty and it spits out this number and you burned like 400 calories in half an hour i'm like fucking losing it but also sitting there while i write being like i'm loving this and i've like no other exercise i am like fundamentally broken like my brain is just (laughs) i guess it's rotted (laughs) from being online or just yeah rotted from years of just reading numbers for work And looking at numbers, and like we were talking about before, the kind of PVP system of Twitter where it's getting retweets and likes, it's this weird thing where you're like, ah, I'm going to increase the number. And perhaps it's the other point where my brain is just also has no connection to my body, truthfully, or like logically at least. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, if I keep doing this for half an hour, I can do it for half an hour, but not a fucking minute more. But I can, if I I will do whatever it tells me to do for this time. Now, I wish I could, but if that's like, oh, I need to lift a weight for half an hour, maybe that would work, but not lift it 30 times because my brain would go, oh, but that number 26 through 30 is going to suck shit. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've always thought that. No, it's all
0: about kind of weird. No, dude, I think that exercising is all about tricking your brain. Into doing whatever, like, and, and, uh, you were like, Hey, you're gonna hate this because it's not outside. No, I, I don't cycle on the road because, uh, honestly, like, I live in a car's bike.
1: I can't ride a bike.
0: Oh, you can't. I literally like, cannot you, ride a bike. You won't. I've never learned. You never learned. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, that's, uh, that's increasingly normal. I think my daughter doesn't know how to ride a bike. She has no interest in it. Like I tried to teach her about three times. She just wouldn't do it. She didn't want to do it. And I'm like, that's, you know what? Like at a certain point you have to respect it. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? You can't, you can't force it. And honestly, for me, like I go out walking a, a bike, like a road bike. Yeah. And, uh, it's too fast. Like, it's fast enough, you're going to fuck yourself up, but it's not as fast as a car. So it still takes you forever to get everywhere. Yeah. And you also have, like, the added bonus of, like, getting fucked up. Like, either, you know, somebody opens their car door, or somebody bumps into you, or somebody doesn't see you, or, or you know, you're going through an intersection and somebody runs a red light, whatever, whatever. uh and this is like on top of people – on top of drivers being aggressive to cyclists, which is like drivers are shitty to pedestrians, but drivers oh, yeah. are not aggressive to pedestrians, but they're they're awful to cyclists. So I have – I just have a normal bike. I don't have like the super fast spin cycle bike, yeah. but I just have a normal bike. I ride that every night just because like I, I finally buckled – you were talking about your connection of your body and brain – and I finally got to the point where I was like, you know what? Like, I, I have to just tire myself out. I have to have something inside that I can do for like an hour and just tire myself out. Or I just can't fucking go to sleep at all.
1: Yeah, that's for me, It's my problem has always been, oh, I have to leave the house. Literally, that's it. I have to go to a gym while some fucking... Look, this is actually... Look, fitness may be one place where I'm okay with tech just stopping socializing because every time oh, yeah. i'd go to the yeah. gym i'd lift the weight and some fucking guy would come out to be like hey hey um move your knees different or some shit like that i'd never want to go again because some fucking showed would be like hey hey bro i want to criticize you while well, you're doing something relatively vulnerable you're doing something where you're literally trying to overexert your body so you can be even more overexert the next time and it's like right, oh thanks right. for fucking yeah. up my attempt to better myself it's kind of like twitter but worse it's like (laughs) working out is like twitter yeah 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 hey man you keep keep uh, just a note here you keep dropping out i keep like losing you i don't know if it's me or you uh it seems to be coming up the line it seems to record
0: it looks like the line is working fine for me. Okay. I may be moving we'll just keep away going. from if the it's
1: microphone. A, maybe, but it, do you, you remember? It's do you remember that? Do you,
0: do you remember? I move away from the microphone to breathe in. Do you remember? That?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We're now <laughs> we're now keeping this bit. This bit is no longer being edited out because you reference. You know, he has like I think he has a podcast now, and I don't know. Like everyone has a fucking podcast. But I I either way like wherever yeah. wherever we were like going to the gym sucks and it sucks because I don't know, I used to be a, when I was a big fat shit probably shouldn't say that's deeply rude I'm talking about myself not other people when I was super when I was super right, overweight right. I just I'd go to the gym and I used to be like oh it's just I feel like people are watching me and now when I when I've gone and it doesn't matter if you're doing a crazy weight or anything I'd say like what Let's call it one in four times I go, if I lift weights, well, when I used to go, if I lift weights, someone would decide they need to tell me something. It's not because my form's all fucked up. And so it's like, I think back to when I was fat and I used to go to the gym. I'm like, oh, yeah, people were definitely looking at me. Like, no, I wasn't paranoid that was happening. It's like, great job. If you're one of those people who does that, you're not helping anyone, you fucking asshole.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I think, honestly... I think that people – so so here's what I think. I think that people that go to the gym who are like in our demographic uh, and, and they see other people going to the gym, it's like for them, hey, this guy this guy's about my age, whatever. Like I'm going to talk to him and then we're going to be like gym friends. And that's just like very – that's very much like uh, uh, natural. But what I used to do is I used to go to the gym – at like ten in the morning and and I live in this little suburban area. It's like an enclave of Columbus. It's um it's the suburbs. It's like really close to downtown, but it's also the suburbs. And yeah. uh, I used to go there and it was mostly old people. And it was like really fucking weird old people. Like it, there was a while where I, I, I went there for a couple of years and I had like mental nicknames for all the people. Like there was some lady I called squeaker because she would put like 10 pounds on the thing and she would squeak it back and forth for like 2000 reps. Right. And there was a guy who looked dead to rights just like Stephen King (laughs) and there was uh, there was a, a guy there who was like just a regular old guy but he had a disc man and I was like what CD are you listening to like why you gotta take it back like that like at this point an iPod is cheaper your phone whatever anyway so I went there and then like by the time I quit I realized that they probably had a name for me too
1: like well I don't mind and like you know what I, I also, you talk about gym friends when people are like, yeah, let's go to the gym together. No, it's a deeply solitary thing for me. Like it's when I got the computer bike thing, that's fine. Cause you're on the computer. I don't have to look at you. You don't have to see me like, oh, swear yeah. And look like I'm dying. That way I can push myself without you being like, eh, you're sweating. You're dripping sweat Well, it has me? to. Get out of my car. You know, this isn't it, your house. How'd you it, get keys? Sorry, all
0: that stuff. <laughs> it. It has to be solitary because it's your own body. It's your yeah. own muscles. So it has to be solitary. I, I know I've gone to the gym uh, with my wife or with friends before. And, and ultimately, it's that, you know, you're both in the same space. But even if you're like, okay, we're going to do bike together. We're going to do treadmill together. Ultimately, you're on your own treadmill. Yeah. Like there's no tandem exercise bike, which would be awful if it were. <laughs> that would. That it, would be it, really it, fucking if funny. If it existed.
1: And yeah. conversely, by the way, Peloton is apparently, like, spin class. And people are like, yeah, you should go to the studio and, like, do spin class next to people. And I genuinely, like, someone said it to me. I just looked them down in the eyes and said, fuck no. I'll set fire to my bike, like, if you make me do that. Oh, well, the idea of being next to is, someone, yeah, like, just fucking... Yeah. Just just by the end of it, like a really hot... Like I did one on, what was it? Sunday. So that was yesterday. <sighs> My brain works so well. I did one where it's like 45 minutes long. And by the end of it, I was fucking dying. Had someone i known been that, I would have just, just gone... them just, just moaned at them. If they got in the way of me going to the shower or eating a granola bar oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Oh... Well,
0: yeah, the uh, uh, in the spin cycle, the thing is, th- uh, my problem with going to the gym and, like, having people tell me what to do or being in a class is just, like, I I'm aware that it's, like, straight up an authority issue. Like, if I'm um, in a class and, like, some guy who's, like, ripped or, like, some lady who's ripped, like, either or, it would be either or like was just telling me what to do it would be like five minutes so and this I'd is be i'm like, the
1: same know. way because every trainer i've had they'll be like hey you're not doing right and in the back of my mind i'm like go fuck this shut the fuck up you fool, you want some of this i'm paying you and that's probably something wrong with me this one they do well at like suggesting but i'm sure there's some there's some people who are like yeah you gotta do this i think i just shut off any class like that if they were like telling me like pushing. Oh, moment. oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. And if a computer, if a computer is like, all right, you're going up a hill. Your your bike is being turned up. Your resistance is higher. You're like, man, fuck this game. But you're not. It doesn't threaten you. You're not yeah. like this fucking guy. And it's like for me, and I think for a lot of people too, is that it. You know, if you ever hire a trainer, I've never hired a trainer. Yeah, because like know. I've seen them at the gym. Um, but like you see some guy and it's just like some fucking dude that's either like really wiry and he like can obviously run 20 miles at the drop of a hat or he's like fucking jacked or it's like some lady who could kick your ass or it's like fucking ripped lady and she's like taller than you or whatever. Like I'm not tall, whatever. But, uh, whatever the case is, like the, the thing where it's like somebody it's a person telling you to do it. It's like, no, I have agency. I'm in control of my life. I want to get fit, but I'm not going to do it at the cost of subverting my own agency or subverting my own authority. It's like so personally offensive to me. Oh, yeah.
1: I, I can only do it because they they like all of the instructors I've found suggest that I'm trying to think of like if any of them would be like, you got to do this. If they did that, I'd just be like, no, I don't. I'll fucking show you. I'm going to fucking I'm going to go eat a burger now out of spite you fucking you fucking fit piece of shit. Oh, look at me. Absolutely. My resting heart absolutely. rate is 1. Ugh. <laughs> I'm going to get to dude, I'm going to get to live till 98. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll literally see you in hell.
0: Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, that is that is the worst because like I I don't know about you but like I am I'm fucked. Like as far as like diabetes, heart disease, hypertension, like I'm gonna have all that stuff. Like like I do my best. I lift weights, I walk, I ride my bike, whatever. I, I try to run on and off. Running is awful. Oh yeah. It's just uh, I I finally talked I finally talked to a friend of mine who does like five Ks and stuff. He has dogs, he runs with his dogs, he's like super he's super fit. He's like the single dude. And he like goes and runs and he goes on Tinder and stuff. Right. And, uh, I'm like, so fucking, you know, I built up and built up and now I can run, I can run over a mile. It's not fast. It's not pretty. I can run like 1.4 miles or something. And I'm like, so, you know, I'll do it and I'll just, after about a third of a mile, I feel like I'm going to die. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, that's just how it feels. That's how <laughs> running always feels. And that's, Wait, really? That's how it's always going to feel. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, you know, on one hand, that makes me feel better. But uh, I it, it also makes me not want to run, knowing that I'm never going to not feel like I'm going to to like immediately die
1: yeah well yeah. runners please sound off in the comments if this is true but if that is the truth running sucks running's terrible that doesn't seem yeah uh,
0: uh. no and you know if you go for a walk and like regardless of if you're like ed and you you don't want to see anybody you don't want to talk to anybody uh uh, or if you're like me where it's fine, you know, you see your neighbors. Of course, I live in kind of an isolated area. So I will go out earlier today. I went out for about a half an hour looped around the neighborhood. I I saw two people mm-hmm. and I came back home. I mean, I saw like 100 people driving by, but you don't like you don't interact with people in cars or whatever. And they think that
1: they're like be, in their own face or whatever. Just yeah. Run, running yeah, past that would, the car, oh, just yelling at it. Hey, like, how's, your where, how's your day
0: going? was work? What's <laughs> It's <Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> really cheery, but kind of like creepy.
0: Oh, that would be, that would be fantastic. So, uh, so listen, so Ed yeah. and I were talking, uh, and we were talking on the first episode of this show and I said, Hey, you know, you guys, uh, uh, I've been operating this social experiment, uh, uh, I, it's like a fishbowl where I put people in and I, I wanted to, I wanted to take this opportunity to tell you guys about it. Cause I thought, Hey, you know, I could write up a medium post about it. I could post about it on Twitter and make a thread, but like threads are intolerable. Uh, medium posts are like, who's going to click onto medium, whatever. So, uh, long story short, uh, uh, uh you know, for the last ten or fifteen years, uh, I've been making content and I've been putting it online, and uh, overwhelmingly, the content has always been taken and like crunched into these other sites, whether it's uh, Reddit or whether it's um, what the the Pluck. Chive or uh, Plurk. Plux real? There's some dude. There's some. There's something called Squidoo. Squitter. Where people will make a lens. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't know anything about this shit, but Look. uh in in tum yeah, in Tumblr. Tumblr. Tumblr was a big aggregator. Um and so I made a site, um, and it was uh, originally it was kind of like a group project, and as these things go, uh very quickly I ended up being the only one working on it, as always happens with group projects that i'm involved in basically everybody else gets bored immediately yep and then i just take it over and i do it uh and i know ed we've talked about this and in, in the context of I was, something i was else actually recently i was literally
1: playing that, a team-based game of destiny 2 and just watched yeah. as my teammates just played like complete shit i was like oh I'm thinking of drew just like watching us get creamed by like this <laughs> military unit of like of like an entire clan of people. I'm just like, yeah, thinking of Drew. This is a great group project. Where just nobody's yeah, fucking yeah. paying attention. Anyway, yeah, sorry, no, you're, talking about, your, you're else, talking about your fishbowl. No.
0: No, no. And it's totally true. It's like uh uh in you know, partially it's my fault because I will just keep going. I will not, like, refuse to do anything yeah. until I make everybody else do shit. I'll just keep it. I'll keep it going. Anyway, so it's called, of course, it's called Aggregator. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, the idea of this site is that it takes stuff that appears online elsewhere. I'm not going to reveal my methods, but things that appear online end up copied onto Aggregator. Right. And what happened... Is um, I ran this site and it would and it would update because here's what happened is, you know, I had these comics and I still have them where once a day I would post a new comic that I made. And uh, this worked really well in the OOs, right? Like 2003, 2005, 2007, even this worked really well. And then, as the pace of online sped up and sped up and sped up, and then social media became something where, hey, everybody is posting something to your feed all day long. And finally, in 2018, it's a fire hose, no matter where you go, and it's always a fire hose of shit, yeah. which is like another, which is like another issue. But uh, so I said, look, we gotta, we, I gotta do something. That has more content, and initially, I I set it to post something every half hour. Now it posts something like every six minutes. It's called agro. Wait, so it's totally and, automated? Uh, oh, totally, totally automated. How does it and source everything? So Maybe my you- brain
1: doesn't work. How How's it actually like work? Like, where do you pull it from? Well, I mean, you're not going to really feel that. So down. there
0: are, so no, so there are a bunch of sites that are aggregators. Online and they have images that people post there, and people take stuff and repost it and copy it and blah blah. And so my site collects that. It has automated tools that I wrote that go out and collect it. And I'm a really shitty coder. I managed to make it happen, right? Uh, and and so it goes out and it collects this stuff, and then it posts it on the website. And then there are users there, and they interact with the content. And, um, so the very first, so right when I put it up, it didn't have comments on it. Um, and you know, it would just be this content that posted and it would just be these little images and it would be fine. And, um, I decided, and this is like a a microcosm of the whole social media problem. I decided that I was going to allow comments and that I was going to allow anonymous comments and uh what you might imagine is that people are very bad and stupid um the very first thing I had to do um I enabled comments and I had it linked up and I have like a little database and this is all like this is all like really poorly written like in code right like I, I'm not a mongrels a, code. Oh God, it is so bad. It's like a dog eating with chopsticks. Like the dog gets the food in its mouth, but it ain't. <laughs> it ain't pretty, dude. So, that sounds
1: adorable.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it. Well, that makes it sound better than it is. <laughs> but Okay, uh, but but yeah. so it
1: uploads these random things.
0: Yeah, and it and it posts them. There's like two hundred seventy thousand images there now on the site, and um. People comment on them. And basically what happened is as soon as I turned on comments, um, people uh, almost immediately typed two things. They typed the N word, which is the six letter uh, racial slur, which is which is probably the worst word just yeah. based based on, you know, the intent in and, you know, what never it, a good time. What to it conveys. Right. There's no there's no reason to use the N word. And there's the, the six-letter homophobic slur that begins with F, and people, people started typing both of those immediately, um, you know, shades of uh, something awful, which, you know, for all... It's credit, it gets uh, something awful. And for all the people that are like, oh, you know, I came from FIAD. Uh, FIAD was a very deeply racist and,
1: and homophobic forum. And- so I didn't, fu- I didn't fuck with FIAD, by the way. No, I, 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 I couldn't post there because it felt like every time I went in there, I was reading the worst Enigma code. And you, yeah, that's and you know, enigma. Yes, <laughs> yes. Misheard. Yes, the word I was saying. Thank e- you. Enigma, the the World War Two coding device, and that, yeah. and that's and absolutely go in there. And true. there'd be like people going like "chumpy heap," and someone would respond with like "piss in my mouth," and someone else would post like a dog with a hat, but it was also pain dot and everyone would like respond with like "clapping now but crying." Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The, you you just read this thing and be like what the f-? But apparently like all these people who I now know and consider friends were all on there and totally made sense to them.
0: Well, and don't. and so uh so also that's kind of weird because a lot of those guys who were in FIAD um you know still post a bunch of stuff that's like homophobic and racist and misogynist and I I think they've got this kind of feeling they're carrying on the spirit of something they used to participate in as a young white male and blah, blah. And I never participated in it and I don't understand it at all. But um, anyway, so it's like these people using these slurs and everything. So the very first thing I had to do on Aggregator was go in and censor out these words. And at that point, I, I said, yeah, you know, I've got to censor them because I cannot own and run a website. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, excuse me. That'll allergic be to that'll, racism. I'm allergic to racism. You don't have to edit that out because I am fucking allergic to racism, dude. Uh so so I said, you know, I can't run, I can't be in charge of this site where people are saying stuff that's racist. So I, I'm just gonna remove this. And, you know, it kind of expanded, and so there's this whole intricate system of word filtering, and, like, for for various reasons, you know, probably about 300 words are filtered, and it changes them to different words, and it doesn't filter out any cuss words, but it filters out antisocial behavior, and, like, one of the things that it does is if you type sh1t instead of shit... It'll change it to shit because, you know, typing S-H-1-T is like a weird internet uncle thing, right? Like, that's creepier than typing shit, right?
1: Yeah. And if you type... No, it's like you're trying to have a veneer of respectability when you're trying to say shit. Which, it's like, who cares either way? But don't try and pretend you're like this normal person.
0: Right. Right, and, and so, uh, so essentially what happened is I had this whole system of filtering and everything, and I basically ended up putting on the front page, I said, look, this is um, a, a progressive website. This is just straight up, this is progressive. This is not uh, free speech in as much as You know, Nazis say I need free speech and right wing people say I need free speech. And you've got these these young white dudes saying, uh, you know, I need I need free speech so I can say this and that about women or this and that about you know, minorities or, or homosexuals or, or whatever, or people who believe people who are allies. I need ways to, to demean people who were allies to social progress. And so basically all that got canceled out. Um, and so it's this very weird kind of fishbowl. It is how I would describe it in as much as, uh, You know, you kind of give people limitations, and you make them act in a certain way, and uh, you see what happens. Now, what uh, one of the one of the constraints on the site is that you cannot, you know evade the word filter you cannot go on and use the site to advance views that are uh you know antisocial. you can't go Meriden. on you
1: can't go Maybe on just a bunch of shit that a bunch of other people have decided is normal somehow yes yes absolutely which it isn't like and i don't know why like look, I like there are the people who talk about um there's the people who talk about saying like the n-word for comedic se- reasons or whatever. And it's kind of like whatever. You don't have to though. You really don't have to. And you don't have the right to say that word. You don't have the right to say the f-word, the one that you mentioned. You don't have to. You don't have the right to any of this shit and It is really, like, fine if you want to use it on your podcast, whatever, fine. But don't try and bring it to another fucking place. It's not a fine word to say. It's not a good thing to say. I don't like it. I don't want to fucking see it. But it's like these people who believe it's a right, they should be able to say it on Twitter or Facebook or in a public forum. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, why would you, why do you believe that's your right? Why do you believe, that isn't free speech. It isn't and i agree with that and you can make the same statement
0: and you know that without the, that word the thing is is that if you if you want to convey a thought or you want to say something you don't have to surround it with this idea that you know you think certain folks are uh, should not be equal by dint of you know the way they were born which is which is what what it boils down to is hate speech and yeah. the decision that I made is 180 degrees from the decision Twitter made, which Twitter basically says, "Look, unless you are literally saying, uh, uh, unless you are literally saying, I I am a Nazi, or you're literally saying, no, you can say that. Oh no, you, you can,
1: can totally. W- you w- can say I'm I a Nazi, but you right. cannot say." And I'm going to murder someone. Okay. You cannot say, I'm going to kill you. Okay. You can say, here's my collection of knives, and I don't like these people. Okay. Okay. So that's- That makes uh, no sense.
0: Right. Right. So uh, my tack that I took was saying, hey, you know, if somebody is consistently posting this shit and uh, saying- you know trying to get around these word filters and just saying very plainly in in non-controversial words saying that you know certain certain types of people uh, certain genders of people or races of people are unequal or whatever then you know i basically get rid of them and the bottom line in this has this has uh, con- uh you know this has obvious extrapolations to Twitter and all other social media platforms, the platform died because there was no such thing as quote unquote free speech. And what that did, Ed, is that got rid of the people who are the most invested in going online and typing. So basically the site fucking died because I got rid of all the misogynists and racists and homophobes And people who who wanted to, uh, you know, people who wanted to to put forth certain viewpoints.
1: Okay, but my question is, well, you say it's dead. It doesn't seem to be dead. People still seem to be posting. Are you saying it's kind of just gone down to a trickle?
0: Well, so it's not even so I'm exaggerating. It's not a trickle. But what you want on any social media site is you want it to grow until you reach a saturation point, right? Uh, There was a point in like 2015 or 2016 where we were getting about 2,000 comments a day. And basically what happened is every time I got rid of somebody for saying – you know, There would be a picture – and this is like a, a very persistent issue. This is a persistent issue in a group of, of young men to the mm-hmm. point where if you have a group chat, if you have a group chat of 20 dudes and you post a picture and a picture has a woman in it, and if you're a, a young white man and you're listening to this, you know this is fucking true – If you post a picture and a picture has a bunch of women or a woman in it, somebody is going to post and say would, which means, you know, you have gained the picture of the woman you have posted has gained another person's approval. And they post would because what they're saying is, I would have sex with this woman based on her appearance in this picture. And so that's like an example of something where, you know, it's not hate speech, but it's antisocial. It's not something where if I own the platform, it's not something where I will let somebody say that. That's just straight up. If you fucking say that, if there's a picture of a woman and you comment and you say whether or not you would have sex with her and and it's a fucking picture of a woman doing something it dude it's not relevant and i lost so many fucking users doing this that the site is not growing the site is like tapering down because so many people left because they couldn't comment on the appearances of women or they couldn't comment and say you know this guy is a is a homophobic slur or they couldn't comment on a picture of of a black dude and do jive talk or do something like that where it, you know, it's, it's not necessary and it doesn't do anything other than try to support, you know, this this whole idea
1: of white supremacy, white male supremacy. That is deeply worrying, though. Yeah. As in, like, the, the, that is the default. That's like one of the gears of just most internet people. like, well, I've got to say the N-word. I've got to go out there and say that word. If I can't say that word, how am I meant to get on with my day? Like, I guess oh, some yeah. of us have, like, coffee and like, <laughs> to, like just log on to the remote. This, this guy's like, whoop, here I am. Uh, yeah, nah, nah, nah. Wait a minute, I can't post the N-word. That's interrupted <laughs> my, my... Like, why the fuck would... Do you need to say? Look, if you are doing comedy around it, even then, there are those who do, and it's like you know, just say the word. Just, just, I don't know why you fucking need to say it anyway. I don't know why it's that relevant, but whatever. Like, don't say the fucking word. Don't type the word. Don't allude to it. And do you really need to be like, I am going to be horny for every picture of a woman? Just there is a woman, and I have to get, I have to get extremely horny now. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why? Like, why is that? Have you not seen and like? a woman before or like a woman you're it's like oh my god i've never been attracted to a woman before I well to it, jump online and get horny
0: <laughs> well and and it's bizarre because we live in an age and of of essentially infinite porno right i mean <laughs> porno is like infinite in crisis on like, infinite
1: porn yeah
0: <laughs> like if you if you have If you're like, all right, like I'm a dude, I need to like, I need to do my thing, whatever, I need to see women, like you can, you can do that. You don't need to go onto some board where it's like, hey, here are the funny pics and there's like an open posting, whatever, and uh, I'm going to post and say that the picture of the lady made me horny. And it's like... Y- Aren't there y- comments on Pornhub?
1: You are, can literally- are you
0: are you asking or telling me? Because there no, are. I'm pretty sure there, there are. are. There are. There's yeah. like a whole. There's a whole thing, uh, where it's people who leave comments on
1: Pornhub, and it's like. And respect to them. If you're going to leave like extremely horny comments, that's where you put them. Just put them in the Pornhub. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a hub for yeah. porn. <laughs> get in that's, there.
0: that's where it is Get your, get your <laughs>
1: hog out Give him a spin Exactly.
0: Exactly. Well,
1: yeah. Have and- a, have a good time. Like that's the place to go to, not on Agrogator. Well, so I like just said it like that. Well. <laughs> Aggrogator. That's Anyways. the
0: most. Yeah. No, that's the most. Uh, that's the most classy that the site has <laughs> ever been. Just like
1: this. A <laughs> glass of brandy and a smoking jacket. <laughs> yeah, oh, Aggrogator.
0: Like ashing, ashing your cigar off as you say it. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. <laughs> but so, uh, so yeah. uh, you know, I think there's something to that. I think there's something to the idea of taking women outside of a context where they are having sex, where they are explicitly you know, uh, expressing themselves in a sexual manner where it's taking women outside of that context and then sexualizing them. You know, there's a woman riding a motorcycle. She's trying to go somewhere. She likes the thrill of the open road. She wants to feel the air blow, I guess, her helmet around. I don't know. And then some guy says, yeah, I would fuck the lady on the motorcycle. Nobody asks you. But obviously, at, at this point, the point is like we said in the in the land of infinite porno the point is taking somebody who is not involved in you know sexualizing themselves and taking them and turning them into a sexual object for your pleasure and so really my problem comes where i'm like you know what fuck that like i don't yeah. agree with that i don't you know you don't have that person's consent And I'm not going to host the platform
1: for you to do this. And do you not think that a lot of the logic that got more aggregated to that point is kind of why Twitter might not be in the biggest rush to get rid of the people saying slurs, attacking women?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, because they know even if it's so there's an absolute minority of people who are out and out Nazis who have the little Nazi frog as their guy and who are posting online and they're saying, well, you know, this is what the Jews do. This is what the, you know, this is, I don't know all the code words, right? So there's all these code words they have. So, uh, you know, they post all this stuff with code words, but I think you're right that, There is, even though that's a very small minority, is the people who are just like, I'm here for the hate speech, right? There's an enormous number of men who are online and who will absolutely comment to their friends. Hey, you know, I would fuck the woman in the pic. And I, I will say that there are lots of dudes that I have known who are like who who pretend to be woke as a joke online they pretend to be very up on the racial justice uh the social justice they would never say shit about a woman but low key in the group chat they'll make gay jokes and low key in the group chat they'll talk about you know I, yeah i'd fuck that woman so you know there's this there's this whole thing and it really um a, I, and again, if if you're a woman and you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, no shit, idiot, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> but, it's like it's the, the woman that's with Nay listening to this is because it's like two white guys talking on a podcast, just one woman just listens to every one of these and hates it.
0: Right. And, I don't
1: blame you at all. Right, Well She's probably right. sitting there and just unsurprised. But one thing I always think is like, the maybe it's the way in which we log on. Maybe it's the tools we are given to log on. I don't know, but I feel like everyone, without exception, has some darkness in their hearts. I don't mean this in like a in like a crazy, like Jared Leto's twisted Joker way, like ah, I got darkness <laughs> in our heart. But I mean it more in like we all, everyone. I refuse to believe anyone who doesn't it. We all have, like, a nasty thought or two in our hearts. I'm sure we all do it. There are times where we're meant to be kind, we're meant to be good people, and we just in the back of our heads we go, fuck them, or just, I don't care. And we push past it. That's what having, that's what true ethics is, in my opinion. It's the fact that we're able to push past these moments of weakness, which every human being has, where we are ultimately selfish. I do believe most people are pretty selfish. Yeah, But we have absolutely. built over years of learning and feeling good and such and such, like we have learned to love and that love makes us push down and understand those dark feelings. I do, however, believe that the way that people use the internet and the way that people use technology has aided people in ignoring those parts of themselves that stop the kind of the feeling of, I shouldn't say that, or I should, I should give a shit. I mean, shit, I have a kid at the moment. This is not about to take a dark Don't worry. <laughs> I like, I like how I said, I have a kid at the moment as yeah, well. That's not yeah. going to change, but yeah. it's yeah. It like, there are times where like, he's crying. I'm just like, Oh Christ almighty. Everyone. I refuse to believe any parent who is not just just going. Oh, shut the fuck up just for a second. If you haven't come on, don't lie to me. You don't have to answer. Drew, it's okay.
0: But Oh God. No, I I've said, I have just, uh, I have told my kid, like, you need to just shut up. You need to check yourself. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, you know, like, I, I love you. I respect your agency. I respect your feelings, but you need to check yourself because there's other people in the world. That's absolutely. That's like and healthy. I'm that's sure healthy. People have do. had,
1: but I'm sure people have had darker thoughts like that about their crying baby, about their young kid. I don't know, or even just about people in general. You meet like you just judge someone you just met, like you just in your head. You're like fucking look at that idiot, look at that piece of shit, motherfucker. You've probably done that. Everyone has done that. The the thing is, we're all though in those moments we go, oh, actually they're fine. It's just a random person. I shouldn't be so judgmental, or perhaps they're better people than me, and they have those thoughts and change them so quickly that they don't like even consider them. It's just natural. I don't believe that I think posting online gets people past a lot of those inner ethical voices it gets them past people's willingness to consider other people I think it like those those thoughts of horniness that I'm sure everyone has I don't I'm flat like a Kendall, but <laughs> it, but in all seriousness everyone gets horny i assume or most people get horny or what have you but most people don't just go online and go i would i would rip my hog off and throw it in a volcano if you walk past (laughs) like or like i would like to fork you or literally a comment i saw once it was so good but that's the thing these instinctual barriers we have in our head because in society there are shit tons more consequences for just letting the freak out that you don't get the social tests that you do in real oh, life yeah. if you're rude in front of someone if you do something rude someone's gonna go hey shut the fuck up or maybe they won't that's how you get people at like brett kavanaugh that's how well, you get situations like that
0: yeah and and the thing is is that when you can see somebody's social when you can see somebody's social cues, when you can see their body language, or you can see, you say something in real life and you see somebody's lips curl up in disgust, that is like worse than any comment you might see online. Unless somebody really is a good writer, unless somebody really responds to something you say with something that cuts to your core, like just seeing in, especially like, you know, a stranger is one thing, but if you say something and it makes your wife's lip curl up in disgust, like, you have you have oh, really yeah. actually offended. And, I mean, everybody has done this. I have done this before, okay? This is how you learn to be a good person, is you fuck up, like, a million fucking oh, times. Oh, yeah. And right? that's
1: what it is. It's those yeah, social checks. Yeah. It's about those... Running into a wall situations where you're like, oh, shit, that was really bad.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and you have to you have to you don't have get that. Them online, though. No, you you don't. That's why people don't learn online. That's why people are, are, like you said, reply guys. And this is why people will just type this shit online. And unless they get a really strong reaction. And, you know, if somebody says something nasty to me and I say, fuck you, they're like, huh? Like, it's not. Yeah. Like, if I sent them a pic, maybe think about this. What if, Ed, what if we sent people a picture of our face of what our face does? (laughs) Frowning. Yes.
1: Yes. (laughs) So So that would be so fucking funny. Dude, let's do this. All,
0: all, everybody,
1: all, yes, all 12 people who are listening
0: to our podcast are 20. Uh, I don't want to undercut the other eight people who are listening. Uh, if somebody says something to you and it's just disgusting (laughs) and it's just antisocial, send them a picture of yourself, legitimately frowning a picture where you look at it and, and, you think, you know, wow, I'm really disapproving. This is my look of disapproval. Uh, I th- I wonder if that would do anything.
1: I love the idea of this becoming like a really sincere thing. It
0: it should because, you know, Ed, Ed if somebody responds to you online and, and they say, fuck you, your response is like, no, fuck you. Like, who cares? It's you like know, the least it,
1: productive argument ever. It's just like, fuck right. you, no, fuck you.
0: Right, it, dude. Exactly. It's like somebody with an anime picture being like, "I don't like this." It's like, "Well, you like anime, so fuck you."
1: <laughs> but, oh, but deep, that, if deep you, down, I feel bad when someone doesn't like me. Like, I still do, and I have to wonder if these people do. Like, well, maybe they are just like completely soulless. Like, if they just straight up don't feel it, that feel that sounds amazing. That really does. Oh, like, dude, just I, I didn't feel any of that. If you didn't. If you didn't
0: experience any negative emotions from being online, that would be
1: like magical. And you know, Maybe you that's and I—that's why all these conservative guys are so happy.
0: Oh no, dude! Those guys are happy because they are really to the left of the bell curve. Like, yeah. I don't want to be ableist and say, "Hey, you know," because you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people who aren't very bright who have a lot of problems they can't get a job they can't do anything they they can't I'm right you no know, they're not in control of their own happiness ed and the conservative people are so fucking assured of everything they do and they're so fucking happy i hate it so much i yeah. hate it can you can you imagine like Being able to put all of those arguments to the side, being able to put the idea of civil rights to the side and be like, yeah, well, you know, people who aren't rich just don't work. People who don't have medical hair, uh, medical care, (laughs) medical hair, right? No, (laughs) people who don't have medical care, maybe they should just work harder at Walmart or whatever. And, And, you know, everything is so simple. That's the, the the first thing when the conservatives make an argument is they say, It's so simple, right? Yeah. And and God, I would love to be like that, so assured of my own argument. Of anything. Of anything. Absolutely.
1: Like Absolutely. Every moment of my work life is just waiting for an email. Like, oh. I'm doing this, like, hundreds of times, so I'm always waiting for an email. Yeah. And it yeah. could be a bad email. Every morning I wake up, and like, what shitty fucking thing is going to be emailed to me now? It's not quite, like, Twitter-level shitty, but it's like, oh, maybe a client will be mad at me, or, I don't know, maybe a fucking, like, a bill, like, my credit card got cancelled because I fucking, so I bought Amazon for the 80th time that week, and they were like, oh, this this looks out of pattern. Well, my, I don't oh. fucking know, like, some other shit. And I'm just constantly l- used to that feedback loop. It's actually incredibly negative, and I really need to do something about it. But I won't. So, the where was I? Eh, I've completely blanked on that one. But no, it's... Well, well, I would love to be able to be, like, I'm excited to check my email. But that's not going to happen. Conversely, like, I make good money, so I'm, I really can't complain. But it's like, sometimes it does. It drags on you.
0: Well, in... You know, uh, the thing with the email is like, you know, I I have a grocery store local to me. It's called Giant Eagle, which yeah. is absolutely, absolutely ludicrous. It's called Giant Eagle. Uh, I, I go there between like four and seven times a week, right? I go to the right. fucking grocery all the time. I go there. I buy stupid shit. I buy, they have a liquor store, so I'll buy pop, I'll buy liquor, I'll buy seltzer water, I'll buy uh the diet popcorn, which somehow doesn't work. I'm not in great shape. The diet popcorn doesn't work, the seltzer water that has zero calories doesn't work. Whatever. Uh but so like my, my credit card calls me in there like in a fucking panic. Um and uh they they said, Did you just spend at a place (laughs) called Giant Eagle. And I was like, yes, I (laughs) bought,
1: I bought uh, every day.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. I go here all the fucking time. It's right by my house. I walked there. I bought a bottle of liquor. I bought uh, uh, some pop. I bought some meat, whatever. And uh,
1: it's just like the best one I got was, While I took my parents out to probably the most expensive meal I have ever bought, like ever. I took them to Le Cirque in Vegas to like thank them for like 32 years of my life. Like it's really splashed out. My credit card isn't declined for that meal and also is used to buy a thousand dollars worth of Disneyland tickets. Right. At the same time. Right. And they don't call me. I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I call him and they're like, "You sure you didn't buy Disney?" I'm like, "I have a transaction right here in Vegas." Like, "Well, did you?" And the guy literally was like, "Did you like buy him at the t- at the table?" I'm like, "No. Why would I be lying to you about that? Why would I?" <laughs> and he, he's like, "Well, I don't know." It's like, and "Like, why do, do you think I'd forget?" He's just like goes quiet. He's like, "Oh, okay, I guess not." Then literally the next no. That was it. It was the day before I bought like some batteries on amazon yeah where i spend like most of my money and they're like "Eh." despite like making a transaction like a day before and i realize this is like bordering on like a bad stand-up routine but it is really weird how all that shit works and how poorly they've like that system actually works like god it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense It's
0: horrible. It's horrible. And, and, and I think this is a good point to, to, this is a good time to point out that, uh, you know, uh, my viewpoint is yes, Amazon is evil. Amazon literally works people to death. People die in the Amazon warehouse. I will order from Amazon because that's where stuff comes from. Like I am just, I am one man, I am a humble, living, breathing human being. I'm one step up from a fucking chimpanzee, okay? Look, I. Uh, my saving grace is that sometimes I think before I have a reaction to a stimulus, and I really fucking have to work on the thinking part, okay? Oh, yeah. And, and. Y- you know, I. It, And I order everything. I order batteries, whatever, whatever else on Amazon. Because what am I going to do? I'm going to go and get in my car and I'm going to burn fossil fuels to go to the store. How is this fucking better? You know, you and I are between a rock and a fucking hard place because we know how fucked Amazon is. We know how fucked it is. And, you know, uh, I don't remember how much money Jeff Bezos has. Jeff Bezos. I just found out his name is Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos which is, is very it? strange. I always pronounced it in my head, Bezos, but it, and you said, I him
1: Bezos for years. I'm not. Bezos.
0: That's fine. Fa- it, it doesn't matter. He's a, he's a motherfucker. And so, so you told me he has what, uh, a bill, uh, not a billion, a hundred billion, right? Yeah. A hundred billion dollars. Okay. So, uh, so here's, so here's the thing. So, um, you know, right. Uh, Amazon shop on uh, shop on Amazon everything else. I bought my wife a Christmas uh, birthday present, birthday present or birthday yeah. next month, and um, I bought it on my credit card. My credit card sucks ass. I hate them so fucking bad. It's Bank of America, and they're like, Bank of America is literally evil because they'll like give loans to Remington, and Remington will make oh yeah fucking truly guns. evil people. And it, yeah, and you know. Uh, y- you go back to the fucking Bible. Look, what did Jesus do to the money lenders, right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not religious, but I read the fucking Bible. Look, you can't loan people money with interest. That's fucked up. It's fucked up to make money by having money. It reinforces all this bad shit in society. And look, so finally, I'm shopping with fucking Bank of America and I get my wife... A birthday present, and first of all, I'm gonna be real with you. I bought her a knife because she's fucking badass. She's not, uh, uh, you know, she's she's not some kind of moron. Yeah, you know, I didn't buy her something shitty. I bought her a knife because the knife is fucking sweet, and I got it for her. And she's like sweet, and she's yeah. like cutting shit up with it because yeah, she, she works, and it's a knife. And the knife works, and the knife is super sharp, whatever else. So the bank, I don't know how they did this, but the bank texted her. And the bank is like, the bank sends her a text. They don't send me a text. I've had this credit card for 15 fucking years since I was in college. Hmm. And my credit account was like $40 or something, right? Yeah. I've, I've had this so long. And so they text her, and they're like, did you just buy something from knife heaven? (laughs) And she's like, yes, yes. And they've never texted her before. I don't know how they got her phone number. Like my phone number is the only one. This is like my little shitty credit card that I have. And it's just under my name, whatever. And, uh, she's like, did you just buy something from knife heaven? And I was like, yes, that was your birthday present. And so they fucking ruined her birthday present. And not only that, but this is like the cherry on the Sunday is that I posted about this on Twitter because I'm stupid. And like we talked about last time, you know, I don't like telling people stuff that I'm actually doing. And I don't like talking about my real life just because, you know, people abuse the privilege. People abuse that people abuse
1: actually. Reminds me of a conversation with none other than Vincent D'Onofrio, my close personal friend. No, I interviewed him on The Scumbag and he was talking about how he's super open online and just people fucking abuse him and that he had to, like, literally he quit immediately after the podcast episode went out. It was so so fucking funny. I was like, uh, sorry everyone, I appear to have made him quit Twitter. Oh my god. But he was talking about how he'd, like, opened himself up to someone he wouldn't give me Tons of tons of information. Didn't really want it. He was like, oh yeah, I um I opened up, I was there, I was there for someone, and they just pushed and pushed and pushed. And it's like, holy shit. Like that like it's anything that people can get online, they will there will always be someone. Sorry, not everyone, but there will always be someone who abuses it.
0: No, it's it's absolutely true. And uh that's absolutely true and you know I you know uh, I I would love to be open I would love to talk about what I'm actually doing in my life and all this and all that but uh, you know I have had many times where I have like actually mentioned something I have done or whatever and somebody has abused it and I even recently had somebody you know I uh, uh, had uh, somebody that I had talked to online and And I had mentioned, uh, you know, uh, details about what I was doing in my family. And they ended up messaging my wife and they were like feeding her this information. It was like, I don't know where
1: you're fucking going with this. I'm right here, dude. I can just talk to my wife who lives in my house.
0: Right. Like she's going (laughs) to she's going to tell me about this. But anyway, uh, uh, so I had somebody anyway, I had somebody on Twitter uh, respond to me and they were defending the bank. And, of course, I was stupid, and I just bitched about this because I was like, hey, you know, I fucking thanks. Shout out to Bank of America for ruining my wife's birthday. And he goes, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's hard to be a bank, and who cares if they told your wife that you ordered her a crockpot? And I was like, oh, don't you even fucking start, bro. Like, first Jeez. of all, oh,
1: it's just it, it really is that I saw that that reminds me of one I saw today. I'm not going to say even the gender of the person. I don't want to even describe the time of day. But today or yesterday, I saw this person post like, yeah, my family members van got broken into and stole. They stole a bunch of stuff. And they st- it was something like they stole the van as well, I think. Yeah. And the guy's just like basically like, who fucking does that? And someone responds with, um, someone desperate, someone with nothing else, someone who's on the poverty line. And there's like three fucking tweets. <laughs> paragraphs. And the guy's like, Yeah, yeah my son's on welfare. He <laughs> he has like nothing. It's like a nine-year-old man, yeah. barely worked, it was all he had to get to work. Yeah. And yeah. He, and the person in question was like well, you know, I just want to, like, when I had something stolen from me, I was given this perspective, and I was angry at the other person, but it helped me grow as a person. it was just like, you know what, it's- maybe you should, perhaps all the defensiveness you've got going here is just that you fucked up. And you know what the best response might be? But I'd be like, ah, you're right, sorry, I kind of a prick move on my part. When but no in- one does that. No one does that. No, no one actually, like, actually does that. N-
0: no, when is the last time that somebody fucked up and somebody said something to you that's fucked up, Ed, and then actually said, you know what? I fucked up.
1: I'm sorry. But I've done that so many times now. I would like to fuck up yeah. something online or like, and sort of be like, you're completely wrong. And i will be like, shit, you're right. Sorry. And to be yeah. fair, the last time I did it, the person went, you're fucking lying. You fucking not. I was like, oh, okay. Now I don't feel bad, but.
0: No. And and you know what? You you have to apologize. And you know what? Here's another thing is when somebody asks you for something, when somebody asks you for something, it doesn't matter what it is. uh, And and you do it for them. and And again, it doesn't matter what the magnitude is of what you do, maybe you really jump through hoops and you do something great for them. Maybe you go out on a limb and you, uh, reach out to somebody, you know, and you say, Hey, I have this person who's my acquaintance and they're in need and they need this thing. Or maybe you just, you know, go into your office and you do something then you send them something or, or you send them a link or you do something minor for them. Um, whenever anybody does anything for me, All I do is I say thank you because it's like free and it's I really do feel thankful when people do shit for me because, you know, I've had friends where I've asked them to to do very simple, very easy favors for me and they just haven't fucking done it. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm 38. I'm, I'm very close to being 39 years old. And there's a lot of people who would just never do anything for you. And so when somebody does something for me, I'm like, thank you.
1: Yeah, same. And- I always, uh, I've always, i got to a point where I'll always say, like, hey, I really appreciate you doing this. I don't care if they know. Like, I don't care if they actually accept it or not. I just want to know that they know, even if they don't. Like, that's their fucking problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and y- you know, it it's free. And it's just something that people, again, like we were talking about, this is something that people do in the real world. If you're working with somebody and somebody's like, hey, can you pull this expense report? And you pull it and you send it to them and they say, thank you. You're like, all right, I did a favor for somebody. It's fine. Now, if you go back and you pull some file and you send it to somebody and they say, got it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> <You're> yeah, like... <laughs> but that's super common. It's just like thank right. or just the thanks with no Right. Right. I will always be effusive. It's actually something that's actually something that my much smaller and less interesting experiment I did with the online was I I just started being more effusive with thanks. It was like uh-huh. a weird thing where I was like, these people like people seemed People do me things and I I, I want to just like know that they know. And I have found that people are genuinely more willing to help me. Are they? Yeah. People That's will, good. That's in, good. Yeah. In my in my job, in like if I um fucking what's it called? Like if I do like if I like ask a journalist for a correction or if I really want them to cover something, and I know they're like on the fence. I'm like, hey, look, I'd really appreciate this. If you can, that's great. If not, don't worry about it. That's, like, part of my secret of how I do my job. And it shouldn't be so fucking weird, but it is because PR people are, like, insincere fucking freaks. And they're, like, one thing where I won't be... I won't just be like, oh, yeah, well, maybe I could be nicer to them. No, they don't fucking deserve it. Uh Where was I? Oh, yeah, so i've just started being more effusively thankful you don't go over the top you don't add a hundred uh exclamation marks but you say like hey i really appreciate it i know you went out your way and there are some people who don't give a shit seriously yeah like, they just don't care yeah. but there's uh, quite a few people i've noticed who are like oh thank you no, no it's really not a big deal and i'll say no it, it's, it's it's fine like, i'm not no, i'm just like i appreciate you went out your way for me and they're like oh that's really nice and it no, it do it if it I've totally to is yet.
0: It totally is because uh you know I I will absolutely and you know I I don't know how I come off online I will do whatever for anybody all they have to do is be like hey can you do this like if somebody's a dick to me like I'm not going to do it but if somebody's like, Kit, I would like you to do this. This would really help me, whatever. You know, I will generally do it. And if they say thank you, like it was literally worth it. Like whatever I got out of my brain from them saying thank you, it always makes it worth it. I yeah. don't give a shit. I don't give a shit who it is for. It doesn't matter. Like I'm not talking about like, oh, it and I don't think – And I don't think you're talking about either about like, oh, this is like a hack to get ahead. No, this is just simple, like making other people feel good as you go about your day. And look, you spend most of your fucking life at work or going to work or thinking about work or doing work. All you got to do is you got to be fucking nice and courteous to other people.
1: And that actually is... Like, this is a real fuck the future thing. Like, watching PR people and how they all are trying to do life hacks online, they're like, Oh yeah, here's a great way to get ahead with journalists. I'll do this. And it's all just, like, basic interpersonal shit that you should, if not do naturally, you should go, oh, yeah, that's pretty obvious. You shouldn't... It shouldn't even warrant a blog. Like, when PR people thank you, they're like, thank you so much. And you can It's weird. I don't know how to exactly quantify it, but... And something about what they say that's... It's effusive, but not in an emotional way. It's like a weird kind of manufactured false persona that suggests that nothing they actually are saying or have said to you really truly matters to them. Nothing is related to their real life. And it's so weird because most... Like, most people shouldn't... You shouldn't have the fucking change your personality to be a nicer person but like saying thank you more yeah that's actually a good thing it's like the basic cbt shit of like oh, try and think as positively as you can in the given situation like that is that's basic but it's so weird that there are so many people out there in my particular industry who are straight up just like oh yeah how do i be a person how do i do I do that no one well, likes me. Why is that? But they'll never say no one likes me look like, I'm having trouble interfacing with the media. It's like maybe you're just a fucking asshole maybe not, maybe you're just unlikable
0: well and and i I think that's really uh that's really something that kind of pulls back the curtain at the end of the day. You know, I'm I'm sure you've heard the idea that you can't work around people. Any business nope. is made up of people. If you're working with a business, you're working with the people, right? You can't hack your way into having somebody like you. And at, at the end of the day, here, here's the thing. Is I know I've said before that I'm a nihilist. Well, r- realistically, what I really value – is I value other people. And, you know, it's very easy to go online. You know, you have people hurting your feelings left and right online. Like actively. And actively, yes. Actively hurting your feelings. And even if you have a thick skin, you have a thick skin. I yeah. have a thick skin. We've dealt with this for so long. But it's it's like it's considered to be a life hack when somebody is actually empathetic and somebody actually thinks about what you're doing and talks to you like you're a fucking person.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. And it's like, it goes, back to, it goes back to that, the running thing you were saying. It's like, oh, well, uh, how do you get, like, how do you stay online and get popular? Oh, it's mostly by just staying with it. Oh, does it ever get easier to just have people insulting you all the time? Oh, no, it just feels like that. It just hurts constantly. <laughs> like it's just just fucking running running and twitter are the same thing other than the other than the fact that running actually gets you somewhere
0: right <laughs> you know you burn you burn calories running you know you don't
1: burn calories when you calories, you when calories you, on twitter
0: yeah like absolutely the opposite of a workout <laughs> absolutely dude it it's just uh you know, I, I think, and this is what we were talking about with Aggregator before, I think it just underscores the point that, like, by design, these social media networks are optimized for the absolute number of people to participate. And for the absolute number of people to participate, what you need to do is you need to enable and you need to multiply anti-social speech and what you need to do is essentially what twitter is doing and anybody who's used this site at any scale can confirm this all you're doing is you're magnifying the absolute worst of all the speech it's not a matter of free speech it's not a matter of uh uh Things that make people feel good or things that make people feel bad. It's just a matter of, you know, the things that make people the most upset garner the most interaction. And so that is what the site is optimized for. And so if I, if I, Ask you, Ed, if I, if you post something on Twitter, Ed, and I say, hey, where's this from? And you say, oh, it's from this site. This is a site that I like. And I say, thanks. Nobody will like it. But if I go on Twitter and I say, Ed Zitron is a fucked
1: up bitch.
0: (laughs) Everybody will be like, oh, yeah, I am here for this. This post is
1: stolen. No.
0: I am here for this and this is everything. Yeah, it's just like pe-
1: like people screenshotting it and posting it on Amazon, and Amazon absolutely. fucking hell, my brain gone Instagram. I meant. But, oh but yeah, I am gonna yeah, post that. I am gonna put this tweet on Amazon. How <laughs> <laughs> the internet works? <laughs> I'm just gonna log on to Amazon and post something. <laughs> oh man, but oh, imagine if God. they were co- if they were proper comments. They have a form of comments, but imagine if they just let Amazon roll. Oh.
0: Oh, well, see and and the thing is, imagine at being uh, imagine being online like as much as we are and like not having brain damage from it. Like I'm at the point where where I'm being so barraged all the time and like I told you, I will log off. I'll log off 3 or 4 hours before the end of the night. I'll be like, "Fuck it, I'm done." I'm going to like do my own thing. I'm going to watch some old movies. I'm going to, I'm going to do like offline video games. I'm going to do stuff in my mind, calms down. And I can sleep, whatever. But like, uh, imagine not being so, uh, some people say irony poisoned. I I'm not poisoned by irony because I don't think irony is real and I don't participate in it. But imagine not being online to the point where your where your mind has been like altered.
1: Yeah, I just- mean, my so we were talking about the moth meme yesterday. Yeah, which oh I really yeah, like, I really like that meme. It's like an honest oh. meme. It's not. It's not racially. The- it's not like because there are a few of these where it's like there's a slight bit of it. There's a little bit of a race racial context. And you're like, hmm, okay, yeah. This, yeah. is, this is definitely something. No, it's just a fucking moth, and a moth likes lights or lamps. Something quite nice. And I knew about it because my wife showed me it from Facebook, and it was, like, the only time I could remember a meme about being like, oh, that's nice. Like, it's <laughs> not, like it was before it <laughs> became this fucking, like, matrix based competitive simulation where people are like, di, I di posted that joke first, and I've fallen foul to that. I've complained about people, like posting the same obvious joke as me and getting mad at it for no reason but it was nice because it was just like oh this is the thing and, I'm, and i've like took a screenshot of when i posted a moth meme and she got a big laugh out of it she was like oh that's that's really funny because it's like and it was like the first honest experience i remember having in a while online then immediately i'm sure something horrible happened i was like oh fucking great my the, day my the- day fucking
0: ruined so so for everybody who does not follow Ed, again, he's, he's Ed Zitron on Twitter. It's spelled like it sounds E-D-Z-I-T-R-O-N. You should follow him. He's very funny. He posted a meme, and what it was, was it was a picture of Diet Coke, and then it was a moth, and it was just a normal moth. And then he posted... Coca Cola Light, which is what Diet then, Coke
1: is called in Europe.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. And he posted Coca Cola Light, and then the moth was going ham. The moth had like his eyes like were red blowing. eyes and shit. There's- yeah, yeah. The red eyes, and it's because the moth, because moths love light, and they love yeah. lamps and shit, and they fly towards the lamp. It was very funny. If you follow me, and I'm at Drew Toothpaste on Twitter. If you follow me. I retweeted it. I actually laughed in real life at it. I yeah. thought it was very funny. And how rare it is like that? How rare moment. is it?
1: Like an yes. earnest moment where you're just like, that was yes. funny. I don't have to, like, fucking check whether it's cool or, like, everyone else found it funny. There was oh, no, like... dude. Yeah. The, the
0: idea of checking whether other people find it funny. Look, I've been in a bunch of group DMs and stuff, and... And, like, those guys get so far up their own ass.
1: I I love the idea of just how serious they are.
0: Oh, God, it's so painful. It's so painful that, like, nothing anybody posts. And uh, uh, one I was in was posting about some guy. And it was some guy and. I legitimately got to like the guy, and they were posting, and they're like, "Lol, this guy sucks ass. This guy is so dumb." And he was alternately posting like these really like corn. They were like jokes for kids. Like he was posting these really corny jokes for kids, and then he was alternately being like, "I'm so fucking depressed." Oh, that's kind of in posting like, uh, you know, my my you know, my future just seems so bleak Ooh. and it's just the only light. And he's like, the only light in my life is my wife and that she continues to tolerate me. And I'm like, fuck, like, Jesus. I can't laugh. I can't laugh at this. Like, I really
1: sympathize. I really feel oh, this guy's that's pain. Not like, that's not fun. If that was like, you know what? If you added this seasoning, it would totally be fine. If they were like a super right wing guy?
0: Yes. Then yes, it would be absolutely. extremely funny. Absolutely they'd be because laughing then, at someone
1: truly despicable. Then it would be like, I'm glad your life is like that. I'm happy you're you're sad. But it's not. It just yeah. sounds like this normal fucking guy.
0: Yeah, and, and uh uh so in a Greek tragedy, you would have hubris, right? Yeah. You know this hubris. And then you would have uh the uh Anagnoresis right that's when you have the moment My of freaking realization. Mother-in-law.
1: sorry, yeah. sorry.
0: <laughs> you have the realization that you fucked up because of your hubris and you you have to experience the consequences of your hubris is because of this right
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna create a Greek tragedy of all of these <laughs> online people like podcasts and accounts that fail and like just wailing with like a greek chorus of people just crying but like to, oh, yeah. to like chocolate rain to a little reference <laughs> to the beginning of the show there or like gangnam style and it's just oh, all dude. and then they all it ends when all of them get sued for defamation and lose <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey uh Man, the uh uh the chocolate rain guy, Tay Zande. He rules. Now I I have like a dude, I have a soft spot in my heart because I was like big on YouTube and like I regret I totally regret this because it was before YouTube monetization or anything. So I got all of the bad sides of it and none of the good sides, but I was like popular, famous, whatever, not famous, but, like, YouTube popular. Yeah. During the time Tay Zonde was out, and that guy, you know, if you look back on it, like, everybody's, like, lol, Tay Zonde, First of all, he just very recently has been posting a bunch of stuff about socialism. And he's like, yeah, you know, maybe we should, like, care for our fellow man. And people are posting this, and they're like, wow, the guy – the meme guy is posting stuff saying that everybody is equal and everybody should like care for their fellow human beings. Uh, in, in you know, 10 years ago, he made a song called Chocolate Rain that was about wasn't it literally ine- about that? If you yes, it was about inequality, so he's always been on this, and it's like,
1: uh, unlike Stacums, I- who did like a series of posts around inequality and why people are so desperate for attention
0: oh yeah! Wow. they like went off that. i love it oh, also I...
1: like and people like this is such a 2018 thing actually i think the, I... The, I've, I've got ran inside me right now this little thing it was like, such a 2018 oh this is such a 2018 action what fucking decade are you comparing this to what year are you comparing this to dumb shit like this has always happened Companies, like, back when text slang happened, they took advantage of that shit. Now, brands oh, being yeah. authentic is, like, I guess new, but it's not that interesting. I don't know. Maybe that rant was much... That was way short than that. I thought it was gonna really just fucking go off for five minutes. Now nah, it's like 20 seconds.
0: Dude, uh, Stakem... You know think. what? Stakem's saying they don't like inequality. It's like, fuck you, man. You guys make bullshit meat. Look... The only person, look, here's the thing, is like Steakums is Steakums, right? It's just some fucking meat that's half fat. Look, I got a buddy, a really good friend of mine up in Canada. I've known him for a long fucking time. And he came here and he had Steakums. And they apparently do not have Steakums In Canada, which is... I don't know
1: what it is, so just...
0: Okay, so for those who have never had it, including Ed, it's these little frozen sheets of meat. They're basically like, have you ever had a to-do list where you have had a pad and it's a 100 pieces of paper and it's like half the size of a letter piece of paper? Right. It's a piece of meat. That's that size, and it's very super thin. It's this processed meat, and you throw it down. You cook it real fast, and it's like, honestly, it's pretty good. Like fuck, Steakums trying to trying to use like social inequality to sell low grade meat, but like it's pretty good. And I had this buddy, and he came down here, and uh, you know, he's a really good friend of mine. I'm. I'm not trying to degrade him or anything, but he was like, dude, I fucking love steakums. And like Who he, the whole time he was down here, he just bought box after box of steakums. And he's like, fuck it, dude, I'm having steakums. And he went back to Canada. I guess he had to eat real meat when he went back there. It was probably like more nutritionally sound once he ate the real meat. But like, you don't have to use, you don't have to throw that out. And, and, you know, it would be fine if as a company, you know, and and I don't know who makes them. Is it John Morrell Meats something like that? I don't know who makes them, but if they were really actually, if they actually cared about that, then that would be good. That would be like, okay, so the company works for the benefit of equality and the company doesn't want to discriminate and all this and all that. But no, it's just somebody on the Twitter account trying to spread brand awareness by using something they think is 2018-y, which
1: is being, like, really woke.
0: And that is super fucking offensive. And you know what?
1: A good close-off to this episode. Just want to fucking say this, because this is actually... Getting back to that fucking thing I said about how, like, it shouldn't be a thing to be really sincere. You know, it's that, like being woke pretty much is just like, hey, I just have an opinion which isn't dissenting towards a particular race or creed. It's like mostly it's yeah. just people being like, hey, uh, well, I uh, I don't think woman uh, in equal is like, damn, he woke now. Hey, I think that people <laughs> should have health insurance regardless of how much money they make. It's like, yeah, hey, look at this woke guy. It's like, how is it It's like woke to – it's like a brand to be empathetic in any way, shape, or form.
0: Yeah, and it went real fast from people being like, hey, let's – all as people, let's start making it the social norm – to have empathy for other people and to care about other people it went real quickly from that to being a marketing tool how long was that that was like one second
1: right yeah like 30 35 milliseconds just how someone found a way to monetize it you know the the net good is that people are going to act better just because like brands do because it's fucking stupid But it's uh, the more I thought and when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's pretty nice, pretty sincere. And then just immediately I just felt bad after tweeting that. Just like, oh, fucking hell. I fell into the trap where I liked something because it was nice. And I fell into like someone's probably fucking. And a lot of people were like, damn, that just came off from the heart. No, it didn't. (laughs) That motherfucker was planned. You ever want to see a group of sociopaths, you ever want to see the worst people alive, people who really should be first against the wall after me in the revolution? (laughs) It is look up the oral history of the Oreo Super Bowl tweet. Those people should all I'm just gonna I've talked about it before. I'm just going to look this shit up now because I have to do some some quotes from this fucking thing. Just
0: in, the, in, the
1: definitive or, oral history of the Oreo. You can still dunk in the dark tweet. Walsh, we had a dry run on Saturday and we had this worksheet. What, what happens if this person does this? This person does this. Who writes the copy? Who presses send? We all had tracking in place. I was at home. I, we made brisket sliders. I was watching my kids on my laptop and phone. You fucking sociopath you should not get children anymore you should like <laughs> fucking you should be like marched to the wall you should like, these like this is how and when uh, this sh- this article kind of went and people made fun of it including myself but every time i think about it i'm just like these people are horrifying and this gives you an idea of how mediated the whole stakeham's thing was yeah and yeah and it's like, these this fucking, these people, there's like, what, five, six people in this article just fucking going back and forth about it. And I'm sure the same, I'm sure there will be an oral history of the Steakums thing, and I will load a gun and fucking shoot myself after reading it. But it's like, it's, here's a quote, it was so unbelievable, we still had to pay attention to the other creative running, it really blew us away. I asked permission from Lisa to see if we could reach the press. I think you and I spoke quickly, didn't we? And then it's like a a guy from Adweek who's also being quoted is like, we had other reporters working on the tweet story. Multiple (laughs) reporters working on Oreo getting a lot of retweets. All of you, all of you should go. What's funny is this tweet only has like 6.8 thousand likes and like 15.8 thousand comments. Which is like a quarter yeah. of what someone being like, finna suck my dick, I'm a moth, would get now. Right. And right. 15 people worked on one tweet. That's 15 people that should all go to jail. <laughs> like every single. And there's just. And oh my god, and there's another article called How Oreo Won the Super Bowl Blackout. It's just, I realize that I'm begging on like a four-year-old article, but there are articles like this about Stakeham, and it's like, no, you don't encourage these people. These pe- You shouldn't have 15 people writing a tweet. And also, how many of those fucking retweets or likes or what have you, what did they come back to? Did they actually sell a fucking Oreo? No. No, they didn't. No one, no one. but like, I, you know what? Fine. They probably have got sort of like a thousand fucking Oreos. And guess what? Like, well, who cares? I'm just angry. I, now. I think you you have to go and you have
0: to look at the data and you have to say, you know, there's there's gonna be. And the
1: sad thing about it is, and the thing that ah, sucks the most. I'm sorry, I have to interrupt. Steakum tweets a manifesto to millennial angst, and it weirdly gives us an appetite. Washington Post. Oh. Fuck everyone. Fuck no. you. Fuck, you fucking motherfucker. What the fuck? It Come connected on. with a lot of people. It came from the maker of the frozen steaks. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Just all of you should fucking... All of you go to, like, put them in jail. Put them on a fucking raft. Detonate the raft. Put me on there too. End my life. Like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> our, our Stakeum and Zendaya is Michi, the only place to turn to on the internet right now that don't make me want to burn everything to the ground, said some sociopath. And it's like, fuck, this, this is the problem. This is like, deeply yeah. deeply weird yeah. because this follows, and this, this article, I'm not going to read the name of the person, desperately want to, it is it is sardonic and a little bit nihilistic, emulating a comedy style that has come to be known as quote-unquote weird Twitter. That should hurt, Drew. Um. It reads as if the clinically depressed social media manager behind it has been let loose. Witness. Yeah, relationships are cool, but have you ever eaten pizza rolls by yourself? Totino's. This is much more beautiful than my ex, which doesn't really say much. TBS. TBS, sorry. TBH. That was very funny. Um, Sponsor of the podcast, by the way. I never needed you... But anyway, this is nice. And a master of the form is Moon Pie. It's as good a day as any to stick a Moon Pie in the microwave, light a couple of candles, and scream into a soft pillow. You know what's really fucking horrible about all of that? That's people, to your point about Twitter DM people making fun of a guy clearly having a breakdown. This is people who haven't just made fun of someone having a breakdown, someone being depressed, but they have put it together, packaged it, discussed in a boardroom, and strategized... How you make someone look depressed online and how they could just crowbar in there with their shitty fucking brains finding a way to poisonously take advantage of the most weak people of people who really fucking and then be able to go back to their fucking bosses and go like I got a thousand retweets from my thing where I'm just weaponizing people's sadness people's despair and i'm creating a character so that they can buy more fucking pizza rolls or moon pies bojack horseman i find is kind of twee and shitty with how it talks about like issues of depression and such but at least there it's a work of some form of art at least there it's like you know what it's a watchable show there is there's artistry to that this is exactly the most craven despicable brand of humanity Every one of these people, like, when I think of people when they lose their jobs, each and every one of these people, I, ru- I fucking run a PR firm and I'm higher up on the ethics scale of these people. And that's a that's a despicable thing unto itself. Like, PR people are the worst. Ah, yeah. wh- like, oh, just this is this is the most fuck the future thing. This is the most despicable thing. These people who have truly packaged up and put a bow on suffering... And they are as bad, okay, maybe not as bad as Lockheed Martin, but, you know, put them in the same hell world.
0: Well, and, and, and you know, uh, people who are marketing this moon pie are trying to capitalize on people sharing their feelings on Twitter and really uh, doing so in such an inauthentic fashion almost makes it like sharing your actual feelings with other people is stupid. And really what they're doing is they're delegitimizing people actually using these platforms as a way to communicate their actual emotions, which fucking guts the ability to people actually using these to be healthier or to be happier what they're doing is they're just like you said. They're weaponizing depression. They're saying, "Okay, depression is you you cry and you eat a moon pie." Like first off, well, like moon, moon pie's pie is here for you. <laughs> moon pie is fucking nasty. Okay, look, I had one as a kid. It ain't good. It ain't gotten better. Who cares you know if I'm it's saying?
1: good, honestly?
0: And, and no, uh, uh, also, who who gives a shit if it's good? Because, you know, you're taking something where people are literally like staring into the fucking void. And they're like, you know what, my life is meaningless. Nobody cares about me. And, and, you know, when you're depressed, you have all these things that depression tells you and depression just fucking lies to you. Okay, depression tells you that nobody cares about you. When you know a lot of the A lot of the time, there's people that fucking care about you. And if you could fucking, if you could tell somebody, if you, if you're fucking depressed and you tell somebody as hard as this is, if you tell somebody, hey, I'm at the end of my fucking rope, okay? I feel absolutely hopeless. Yeah. And you know, somebody and and I'm going to tell you realistically, I know how hard it is. Okay, I know a lot of people who have depression. And the thing is, if you tell somebody, look, I'm at the end of my fucking rope. You know, I'm depressed whether or not you know somebody who is going through it or not. You know, somebody gives a shit about you and somebody is is going to break through. And, and by the way, in all sincerity, facade,
1: if you're feeling like yeah, that, my DMs are open. I have no fucking interest in publicizing it. I will listen. I've said enough. Like, it's fine. Like, yeah. I fucking it, it, retweet Moon Pie.
0: Yeah. L- Unless it actually listen, makes you feel uh, better,
1: in which case, who cares?
0: Right, right. And, and you know, there's people in your fucking life, and, you know, you probably feel like, you know, there's nobody in my fucking life who actually cares about me. I got these friends, and they they're these dudes, and they say this dumb, ironic shit all the time. And you know what? Some of your friends aren't going to fucking help you. But you know what? There's some people that are going to fucking help you. And you know what? Uh personally, uh I fucking care about my friends yeah. that have depression. And you know what? If if you're my friend or if I don't know you or whatever, you want to talk to me, it, it, and you approach me and you don't say weird shit. You approach me, and you want to have a fucking conversation.
1: I'll talk to you. And And the thing is... seriously, if you've got the time to actually listen to this podcast and actually consider us worth listening, we're both here. I don't give a shit. I'll take time. I'll take fucking half an hour from work.
0: Right, right. Absolutely. And, And anybody would. And that's the key, is that anybody would, because if you're at the end of your fucking rope, you're having a bad fucking time, other people care about you... And here's the thing. Other people, if other people talk to you and they make you feel better, they're going to feel better. Look, if I fucking talk to you and you have depression and we fucking talk about shit or whatever and you feel better, you know, I'm going to feel good. Yeah, I'm going to feel good for the rest of the day. You made my day fucking better. You're not a you're not a, a weight on me. You're not a problem to me. And here's the thing. These fucking brands out there like Moon Pie is fucking Steakums, fucking Lockheed Martin, or whatever the fuck brand, Denny's Diner. You know, these motherfuckers are trying to to say stuff to you that feels
1: familiar to get you to spend their fucking money. Or well, even get, get that retweet what? so that that person get- can then give the metrics to their boss so that they keep being paid money to come up with more ways to manipulate your emotions into more retweets.
0: Absolutely. It's just about fucking numbers to them. And you know what? Uh, I don't believe in fucking numbers. I think the companies are bullshit and, and all this and all that. But look, if I make somebody's fucking day better, and this is what it comes down to at the end of the day. You know, I'm a social media guy. I'll put social media shit online. I'll make little tweets or whatever. But if I actually make somebody happy, it makes me feel good. Absolutely. And that and, and the fucking person running Steakums or Moon Pie or Denny's, they're a fucking sociopath. All they're doing is they're trying to drive up numbers so they can show their boss. So their boss will continue to pay them some little tiny amount of money, which I'm not saying that's right, but they're doing it for money. Yeah. Okay. And, and, well, you know, and we, know, all this undercuts. Work, right.
1: But we don't have right. to work like that.
0: And exactly, exactly. And at the end of the day, you know, people should use this shit where we can con- we can communicate with other people we should use this to make each other fucking feel better absolutely we should not use it we should not use it to drive profits for fucking brands and these these brands out here are trying to take your fucking mental illness Where you fucking feel like shit all the time, and you can't even move. It feels like you've got a lead jacket on, okay? And you're moving around your house, and you look at the fucking dirty dishes in your sink, and you think it would take a minor fucking miracle for me to wash my dishes. And Denny's is like, are you depressed, lol? Denny should fucking be outlawed. Moon Pie... Should fucking be outlawed. Take them off. Not just be not just because it's bad. Not just because it's bad. Stake should fucking be outlawed. You know the only fucking shit that should be legal, Ed. Yeah. Is the moth. Just the, the moth. moth. The moth. Because the moth. to lights. Because the moth loves the fucking light. Look, the moth is a being of love. And what it comes down to, and the reason why the moth is so goddamn funny, okay? It's a picture of a moth, and the moth loves the light. The moth thinks it's the moon. The moth loves the light. And we all fucking identify with this because we all look at shit, and we think it's the fucking moon. We look at it, and it's like false fucking happiness. And all we want is the goddamn moon. Hell yeah. And all, and all we can get is Coca-Cola light.
1: Yeah, baby. All right, I'm calling it there. Thank you for listening as ever. I appreciate you. We're both here for you. And listen, thank you for
0: listening to Fuck the Future. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Ed Zitron. Uh, with, with me always, Ed Zitron. Both of them are spelled how you think. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook and Instagram and on... Uh, Flirk. Wasn't that what that was called? Look, Pluck. All right. Pluck. you yeah. like-